Imagine a business built on what matters most to you. One inspired by creativity and connection, where purpose leads to profit and wealth is measured not just by your bottom line, but by your higher self. Welcome to the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast, where we connect the spiritual with the practical to create a holistic approach to entrepreneurship. Leave the hustle behind and let your intuition lead the way as you grow a successful, fulfilling business and a joyful, radiant life. Well, hello, my wise ones. Welcome back to another episode of the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. This is your host, Lee Shea McDonough. I hope you all are doing wonderfully today. I just finished up my first ever online virtual summit. As many of you know, I hosted the Clarity Summit just a few weeks ago. Many of you were there, so I loved seeing all of you in the chat boxes during every session. It was an extraordinary experience. I learned so much from hosting and participating in a summit. And I thought I would take a little time today to share with you the key lessons that I learned from putting on the Clarity Summit. And the big aha moment that came for me as a result, it's really maybe not ironic at all, but I achieved so much clarity from the Clarity Summit. And I want to share with you what that means and how that's going to change things up for the podcast moving forward. So first, let me say that today's episode is not going to be a recap of the Clarity Summit. There's no way I could do that justice in just a short podcast episode. I had 18 extraordinarily talented industry experts come into the summit and share their wisdom and their knowledge with the summit participants. It was extraordinary. If you missed the summit for a very brief time, I will be making the Clarity Summit recordings available for purchase. So if you head over to members.coachwithclarity.com, you will be able to learn more about that. If that's something that's interesting to you, if you would like to be able to download both the videos and the transcripts of those presentations, then do head over to members.coachwithclarity.com to learn more because that will be up for a limited time. So if you want to take advantage of all of the knowledge and wisdom of those 18 speakers, you'll want to head over there. But instead today, what I want to do is share more of the personal lessons that I learned from hosting and participating in the Clarity Summit. And there are really four things that I want to share with you today. So lesson number one, I learned that when you host a summit, you are in a leadership position. By being the host, you are a leader. Now, I know for some of you, the word leader may feel a little uncomfortable. And I think, at least for me, when I typically think about what it means to be a leader, I think about having a group of people that I am telling what to do or giving guidance to, but that's not really what a leader is. In my mind, a leader is really someone who is able to inspire change. And that might be change in other people, but it can also be change in the self. So we can absolutely cultivate self-leadership. But in this context, a leader is someone who can inspire change. And that is both in the participants of the summit and maybe also for the speakers as well. So if you are thinking about conducting a summit or a workshop or a webinar, anything where you are coordinating people and sharing knowledge, I want you to think about the fact that you are a leader 
And your role is to inspire change and to facilitate change. But in order to do that, in order to inspire change, people need to be really clear about who you are and what you stand for. And so that's why I think it is incredibly important for all entrepreneurs, but particularly those of us who are stepping into this leadership role, we have to be clear about our values, our vision, and our mission. So again, I've talked about values on this show before. It's the qualities that really define how you want to live your life. For me, I've mentioned that my values are service, connection, love, and presence. Your values may look different and that's perfectly okay. We've talked a lot on the show about how values are not good or bad. They themselves are neutral. And so the fact that I value one thing and you value another, that's okay. That's what makes us different. But what's really important is that you are clear on your values. You know what gives your life meaning and purpose because those values are going to inform all of the decisions that you make in your business and in your life. And then once you're clear on your values, you can then articulate your vision. And your vision is your big, bold, brave view of what you want to happen in your business, in your relationships, in your life. And again, I want to clarify that the vision should be really big. It should be far reaching and maybe even impossible to accomplish. It should be an ideal outcome. And it is the lighthouse that we follow. It's what we strive for. So I'll share with you that I have been working on my personal vision for Coach with Clarity. And I'm still working on fine-tuning the language, but so far what I've described is that the vision of Coach with Clarity is to co-create a deeper sense of purpose and joy in coaching and in entrepreneurship, and to manifest success in the lives of others and in ourselves through meaning, mindset, and mindfulness. So again, what I've described is intentionally broad, and it is what I anchor all of my services and all of my decisions in, because I want to create a deeper sense of purpose and joy in coaching and in entrepreneurship. And meaning, mindset, and mindfulness are the tools that I use to do so. So that is the vision that I've been playing with, and that leads into my mission. My primary mission is to support coaches, healers, and intuitive entrepreneurs as they grow profitable businesses and build fulfilling lives. Because I do believe that when we have sustainable, successful businesses, it can allow us to take action outside of our businesses that can improve our lives and the world around us. So I see business and life being inextricably linked, at least for my ideal clients, for my people. And so my mission is to show up and help them do their jobs in a way that's fully aligned with their values and allows them to live out a deeper sense of purpose and meaning. So again, values, vision, and mission, they are at the heart of the work we do, and they are at the heart of being a leader. And it's important that when you are working with other people and you are in that leadership position, that they understand what are your values, what are your vision, and what's your mission. Now for the Clarity Summit, I had a very specific mission, which was to ensure that every participant left with additional knowledge that they could apply in their businesses to take their business to the next level. So every single presentation had action steps and left the audience with a greater sense of confidence and also clear information on what to do next. And so it was my responsibility as the leader 
to communicate that intention to the speakers so that we were all on the same page and so that we could really create a quality summit for the participants. So that was the first takeaway that I had was that when you're hosting a summit or any kind of big event, you are a leader. So you really have to be clear about your vision, your values, your mission. You have to be able to communicate that to your speakers and to your attendees. And you have to do the internal work that comes with being a leader and really cultivate the mindset of a leader. So the second thing that I learned from the Clarity Summit was that just as I show up and serve my clients, I also want to show up and serve my speakers. So I may be the host of the Clarity Summit, but if it were not for my 18 speakers, that summit would have little to no value at all. Truly, the value of the Clarity Summit rests in the speakers and what they are able to bring to the audience. Therefore, my job as the summit host and as the leader was to highlight my speakers, to highlight their knowledge, their wisdom, their expertise, and to show them off to the Clarity Summit audience. The summit was not about me. It was about my speakers. I took that very seriously, and that's why every day I highlighted a different speaker on my social media, Facebook, Instagram. Whenever I was talking about the summit, I was doing so, but I was making it about the speakers because again, that's really where the magic is. It's who you bring into your summit. And that's how I approach my coaching work as well. I really believe that my clients are extraordinary people. And my job is really just to help them unlock their potential so that they can show their amazingness to the world. Well, that was my job as a summit host as well. It was to provide a platform where the speakers could show up and serve a different audience. And so I wanted to make it as easy as possible for them to do so. Now, behind the scenes, some of the things I was doing was creating graphics and images and website copy and email copy, anything that I could give them to make it easier for them to get their presentations up and running and to share the summit with their people. So when you are a leader, you also need to think about what can I do to make things as smooth and easy as possible for the people I'm serving. And the feedback that I got from the speakers was that they felt supported and that freed them up to really focus on their presentations and showing up and serving the Clarity Summit audience. So as a leader, as a summit host, your job, yes, you want to be there for your audience, but it starts by showing up and serving your speakers because again, that's where the value lies. Okay, so takeaway number one, this was a leadership role. So you have to step up and be a leader if you're going to host a summit. Takeaway number two, show up and serve the speakers because that is really the heart of the summit experience. Takeaway number three, do not be afraid to ask for and even invest financially in help. So let me tell you, running a summit is essentially a time limited, but full time job. I have no regrets. I loved putting on the Clarity Summit. I hope to do it again next year. That's definitely kind of in my long-term plans. But I will say that for two to three months, I spent hours upon hours every week planning and preparing for the summit. It is a lot of work. So it cannot be just a one-person show. If you try to do it all yourself, you will burn out. So what can you do? Well, if you're in a position where you want to kind of DIY it, 
You can, but there are resources out there that you may want to consider. And so one thing that I found helpful, and again, this person is not a sponsor, but I want to give them a shout out. Krista Miller over at Summit in a Box is a fantastic resource for people who are interested in putting on their own summits. She has the Summit Host Vault. She has a membership program. And more than that, she just has so much experience and wisdom to share about running a summit. So if you are in a position where you want to host a summit and you want to produce it all and do all of the back end yourself, you can do that, but you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can find someone like Krista Miller with Summit in a Box that has tools and templates and resources that you can invest in, and that will make the process so much smoother. So there are times where it is absolutely worth it to invest a little bit of money to make your life easier. And I will tell you, a summit is one of those times. So if you want to kind of DIY your summit, I highly recommend looking into something like Summit in a Box with Krista Miller. Now for me, because I was also seeing individual clients and running the Coach with Clarity membership and supporting my husband's business and trying to run a family, I knew that if I tried to run the summit on my own, uh, I was going to be lost. And so I did make the decision to hire a project manager. I worked with Jamie Slutsky of the Tech of Business. Again, someone I highly recommend if you are looking for a highly skilled technical person to help just make sure that everything is organized and running really well. Jamie was a lifesaver. Now, I will say that when you hire someone to be the project manager for something like a summit, it is a financial investment. So it's important that you budget for it accordingly. I have no regrets. It was absolutely the best decision I could make for the summit and for my business to work with Jamie. And if she'll have me, I hope she'll work with me again the next time that I run a summit. So keep in mind that a summit does require investment. Some of that will be financial. Some of it will be energetic. And running a summit and doing all of that work can be draining at times, uh, physically, certainly, but definitely mentally and emotionally draining as well. So I highly recommend that you work with a coach for the mindset components that come up when you are putting yourself out there in a big way, like when you are a summit host, because I'm going to be quite honest with you. There were multiple times through the process where I kept asking myself, Lee, who do you think you are? Who are you to run a summit? Like what makes you so special that you think you can throw this clarity summit and call yourself an expert and coordinate all these people? Who is going to listen to you? And then once I kind of handled that piece, the other piece came up, which was, well, what if this fails? What if this does not bring in the people that you want? What if people leave feeling uninspired or have a lack of clarity? Like what if it just all goes wrong? So I had a lot of fears and mindset issues that came up throughout the process of preparing for the summit. And if I did not have my own coach with whom I could work through my fears, my doubts, and also the logistical support as well, I would have really struggled. So I'm very grateful to Megan Hale, my coach, for helping me through the process. And I strongly encourage that when you are embarking on a major undertaking like a summit, or perhaps you're doing an online webinar or workshop series. Maybe you are doing a retreat or, or a, a real life conference as opposed to a virtual one. Whatever it is, understand that there will be mindset challenges along the way and you don't have to go through it alone. You can invest in your summit by investing in your own coaching as well. 
it was a lifesaver for me. And of course, as I've mentioned, because it's a lot of work, it's physically and emotionally taxing. It's particularly important to take care of yourself, especially in the weeks leading up to the summit and for the summit itself. I think I underestimated just how much energy was required to put on a summit. And what's interesting was I found that there was a lot of work at the very beginning, planning and getting dates and coordinating speakers. And then there were some weeks or months in the middle where there wasn't a whole lot to do. And then that month before the summit, it was game on. It was all cylinders firing and it was a lot of work. And what I found was that I had a hard time shutting off at night. I kept thinking about the summit and what needed to happen and my to-do list and how is everything going and did we do this and is that ready? And I was just drained at the end of every night. And there were a few nights too where I was having anxiety dreams and I would wake up and just not feel particularly rested. And I realized that I had allowed my self-care to slip because I was focusing so much time on the summit. So I returned to my yoga and meditation practice. I made sure I was eating well, trying to sleep well, drinking enough water. Uh, it was a, it was a tough go there and little behind the scenes, a sneak peek for you right after the summit, like three days after the summit ended, I actually got a kidney stone and had to uh, be seen by my physician because I was in a lot of pain. And I suspect part of the reason I had a stone was because I was dehydrated. So I wasn't drinking enough water. I wasn't really taking as good care of myself as needed. So please learn from my mistake. When you are embarking on a major event like a summit, put your health and wellness first, especially in the weeks leading up to it. Because if you don't have your health, then you won't have your event. So in hindsight, I really wish I had (laughs) had more water and maybe I could have prevented that kidney stone. But it did highlight the importance of self-care. So do not be afraid to ask for and even invest in help. And that help may look like technical help. It may look like coaching, and it certainly should look like self-care. Okay, so we've talked about the first lesson learned about leadership. The second lesson learned being showing up and serving your speakers. The third lesson learned was not being afraid to ask for help. And the fourth and final one I want to share with you. And it's probably not surprising that the Clarity Summit led to clarity. But what I want you to hear is that clarity comes from action. I think so often we want to feel clear and confident before we do something. But the fact is, oftentimes we have to do the thing. We have to take action. And clarity is a result of that. If I had waited until I felt ready to host a summit, I never would have done it. I never would have taken that first step. All of those mindset concerns and fears and the who are you to run a summit, all of that would have taken over. At some point, I had to just decide, you know what, I'm doing this. And I know I don't know everything. I will learn lessons along the way. I will ask for help. But if I had waited until I had felt 100% ready, I would not have done it. So I realized that it's okay to figure some things out as you go along. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can seek guidance from people who have paved the way before you. Again, you can invest in tools or in resources or people to help you. But again, if you wait until you are 100% confident and ready, then I think you're going to be waiting forever. So remember that sometimes you have to take that first step. You have to take action and then clarity comes from that. 
The other thing is that when we wait until we feel 100% certain before we take action, when we try to script everything out and plan for everything in advance, then we don't leave room for the magic. And I have to tell you that there were so many wonderful surprises and things that I could not have expected that came forth while planning and preparing for the summit that if I had tried to plan or if I had waited until everything was just perfectly right, I don't think those opportunities would have presented themselves. So again, I want to encourage you that if you are about to embark on a major event like a summit, remain open, look for the new possibilities, prepare to be surprised, and to the extent you can, when unexpected things happen, try to see the opportunity in them. Because there are opportunities in everything, you just need to look for them. So that was the fourth takeaway for me, that clarity comes from action. And so really the Clarity Summit was about taking action in your business and in your life, because it's those action steps that promote clarity and keep you moving forward. And I suppose the reason I felt so surprised by what came forth for me was that I thought I was putting this summit on for other people. I thought this summit was going to serve my clients and my audience and, and you, the listener. That's why I put on the Clarity Summit. I wanted to serve you. I was not expecting for the summit to support me and to serve me the way it did. In fact, I showed up to every single session live and learned so much from the presenters. I gained so much clarity in my business and how I want to move forward. And that's what I want to share with you now, because that is going to have an effect on this podcast and how we move forward. So as a result of the Clarity Summit, I realized that my primary brand is Coach with Clarity and that the Coach with Clarity membership is my signature offer. I love coaching and I love coaching individuals and groups. I still have a private coaching practice. But really, the Coach with Clarity membership is my flagship offer. I am so proud of it. I love all of the members in it. It's still open for registration, so you can check out coachwithclarity.com if you want to learn more. But really, I just felt so aligned with Coach with Clarity as my brand. And I realized that it was time for me to bring everything under one roof. I have Caravel Coaching as my LLC, and I have Work Your Inner Wisdom. I have Act on Your Business as my book. I have Coach with Clarity. I have all these other offerings, and they were starting to feel a little disparate. And so what I wanted was greater clarity in my offers and in my brand. And to do so, that means bringing everything under the umbrella of Coach with Clarity. So what does that mean moving forward? Well, let me give you a little sneak peek behind the scenes of my business. I have an LLC, it's Caravel Coaching LLC, and I filed a DBA or a doing business as Coach with Clarity. So that Coach with Clarity is also the name of my business. And that's really how I am identifying myself moving forward. I'm the CEO and founder of Coach with Clarity. I will continue to offer private coaching to individuals, and I will have some group programs coming up under Coach with Clarity. And I've got the Coach with Clarity membership. So over the next few weeks and months, I will be revamping the Coach with Clarity website and getting really specific about who I serve, which is intuitive coaches, helpers, and healers. So what does that mean for the podcast? After all, this is the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. How is that going to work moving forward? Well, for the month of December, I am going to take a 
brief break from creating new content. Instead, I am going to be re-airing four of the most popular, most loved episodes of the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. So I will be recording a brief new introduction to each one and then re-airing the original production of it. So for the month of November, you can expect some highlights from the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. And then in December, the podcast will return as the Coach with Clarity podcast. So Work Your Inner Wisdom will be going away, but I will still be podcasting, but as the Coach with Clarity podcast. So let me tell you what's going to stay the same. The Coach with Clarity podcast will still have a mix of solo shows and interview episodes. I will still be focusing on intuition and intuitive decision-making, and I'm still going to be talking about entrepreneurship and small business. So a lot of what we talk about in Work Your Inner Wisdom, we will continue to talk about in the Coach with Clarity podcast. I'm still going to be exploring how we can build profitable, successful businesses in support of fulfilling lives. So those things will not change. What's changing is that I will be leading with the coaching piece more. And some of you may have picked up on me doing that over the last few months of Work Your Inner Wisdom. I've talked a lot about what it means to be an intuitive coach and things that coaches need to know. And so for the Coach with Clarity podcast, a good deal of the content will be about intuitive coaching and healing. The content will be relevant for coaches, but I also see it being relevant for service-based professionals as well. So maybe not so much for product-based businesses, but definitely for service-based businesses. Because when you are in a service-based business, so when you are working directly with clients, it is so important how we communicate with them, how we motivate them, how we inspire them, and how we work through their fears. Even if you don't view yourself as a coach, you're probably doing a lot of that work along the way with your clients. And so a lot of the content is still going to be relevant for you. But yes, it will be a more coaching-focused podcast than Work Your Inner Wisdom has been. I will be archiving the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast feed, so they're not going to go away. You'll still be able to hear them. And who knows, I may even add some bonus episodes in the future but I will be coming back with a brand new feed for the Coach with Clarity podcast. So once that's ready, I will be sharing information about how to subscribe to it here on the Work Your Inner Wisdom feed. And I so hope that you will join me over at the Coach with Clarity podcast. I have so loved producing Work Your Inner Wisdom for you. This was my first venture into podcasting. I have learned so much and really, if it weren't for spending the last 30 episodes on Work Your Inner Wisdom, I would not have gained the clarity I needed to know it's time to focus on Coach with Clarity. This was really my proving grounds. It was where I learned how to be a podcast host, how to interview people in a way that they felt heard and could share their stories with others. And I'm so grateful to have had you along with me for the journey. Work Your Inner Wisdom is an integral part of who I am as an entrepreneur and as a person, and I'm just so blessed to have been able to share it with you. I look forward to continuing to serve you and to talking about intuition and intuitive decision-making and how we can build beautiful lives and successful businesses from a coaching perspective. And that's what we're going to do on the Coach with Clarity podcast. 
So I will be back in your feed in December with more information about where you can subscribe and how to find me. Until then, I hope you enjoy the special rebroadcasts that are coming your way in November. The four episodes that I've selected are some of my favorites, and I know that your favorites too. So again, I just want to close by saying thank you. Thank you for spending every week with me. Thank you for your emails and your Facebook posts and the Instagram messages, all of the lovely ways that you have made me feel connected with you. I am so grateful to have had this experience and I'm looking forward to continuing to serve you through the Coach with Clarity podcast. But again, Work Your Inner Wisdom holds a special place in my heart and it's because of you, the listener. If it weren't for you, none of this would have been possible. So you can learn more about what we discussed today, the lessons learned from the Clarity Summit and next steps for Coach with Clarity at the show notes, workyourinnerwisdom.com slash 29. And if you have any questions at all about the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast or next steps, you are welcome to reach out to me. My email address is info at workyourinnerwisdom.com. And you can check out the Clarity Summit recordings at members.coachwithclarity.com. So again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I hope you enjoy the November rebroadcasts. And until then, this is Lee Shea McDonough signing off and reminding you to always, always let your inner wisdom lead the way. Mm -hmm.